doing a preview of the howl? A preview of the howl. Like a <laughs> I love it. I'm hoping that it catches on pretty quick in Baltimore. Everything the Ravens stand for is what I'm about. You know what I mean? They play hard, tough defense, especially now with the offense that they have. You know, that's obviously that's a huge selling point. You get it by 21 points, you got a great secondary, so they can't. They have the quarterback has to hold it. We're going to be able to eat on these guys. It's going to be feast in time. I think I read a quote that you, you said you wanted to punch every offensive lineman out. Like, if you could, you would. Well, yeah, because they're cheaters. They're all cheaters. <laughs> they're all cheaters. They all like to hold and they, they use two of them to block one of you. You know what I mean? It's cheating. Welcome into the lounge. We have the newest Raven defensive end, Derek Wolf, with us today. So we're very excited for that interview. Uh, first of all, though, I do have to warn you that during the taping of this interview, I did have to pull a little daddy duty on this one. <laughs> this is Here's how it's been going down, okay? Is that I put the kid down, I put my older kid down for a nap. Then I run down here. I take, I'm like praying to God that she stays asleep. I run down here to my basement, take the pot around one one thirty. Right today, we all we had double. Can you give us? Can you give us some more details about every every little inkling of your day? Because yes. around seven thirty, I make a cup of coffee, and then after well, my cup of coffee, I then well, we all know what happens after the cup of coffee. <laughs> all right, let's not get into that. Okay, all right. we already got into that yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let's get into this interview. Let's get into this interview. You got to hold your daughter for the interview, but let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and welcome in new Raven, Derek Wolf. Uh, Derek, I guess we should start just, you know, with the obvious question. And that's, um, you know, when you get a sack, is it more of a howl or a scream that you let out? It's like a, sometimes I'm howling, sometimes I'm just yelling. Yeah, it's more, it's more of a yell. <laughs> I, I, did it, I did it my first time getting a sack my rookie year. It was my first game against Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. And I got, I got a sack and I just jumped up and just started yelling. And everybody was like, oh, that's the wolf howl. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll go with it. And then <laughs> just, we just call it the howl. Nice. How nice. long did it take to catch on in, in Denver? I mean, I'm hoping that it catches on pretty quick in Baltimore. I mean, it was after that first sack that, I mean, every time I, I, I make a tackle 10 yards downfield and they say my name and the crowd just start, would start howling. <laughs> <laughs> So I think Baltimore's going to love that. I think so too, man. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun for the crowd to get the crowd into it, you know, and, you know, it makes, it makes me feel great. You know, it gets my energy going just, you know, cause you know, sometimes those celebrations can get you tired. So you guys, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? You get so, you're so amped up to get that sack and then you finally get him, and then you just like release this howl. And when you hear the crowd do it with you, it's like, it's like some next level. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, man. It's very surreal. That's awesome. Can we get a, a little preview of it? You want a preview of the howl? A preview of the howl. Like a <laughs> I love it. It that sounds good. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so so uh, I guess we should get to uh we should probably get to the real question here, Garrett. Which is why why the Ravens? You know, why'd you settle on the Ravens? Um well, you know, first of all, so during the season last year, during the trade stuff, uh, there was talks going around the building in Denver that they were going to, they were looking to trade me. So I actually thought about 
trying to get traded to the to the Ravens. I was going to make that move, but uh, you know, I, I just decided that like you know what, that's not my personality to do something like that. You know, I like to be loyal to what, whoever I'm with. That's who I'm loyal to. So I you know, wanted to show my loyalty and and uh, make sure they didn't think I was just trying to jump ship. You know, so uh, you know, and all the way back to 2012, I thought the Ravens were going to draft me. You know, because I you know they were they were making a big push. It seems, and uh, yeah. you know, I just. I think the Ravens just – everything the Ravens stand for is what I'm about. You know what I mean? They play hard, tough defense. And, uh, you know, especially now with the offense that they have, you know, that's – obviously that's a huge selling point for any free agent to want to come there. When you got the MVP at quarterback and all the weapons that he has, you know, Mark Ingram and, uh, you know, it's just such a great football team. You know, and I know Mark. You know, I used to train with Mark down in Florida. So, okay. Uh, so I have uh, – you know, there's a connection there. And everybody I've ever talked to that's played for that organization has told me how great it is and how much of a family environment it is. And, uh, you know, it's a great place to play. So I'm looking – I'm really looking forward to it, you know. So I think we got a great secondary, which, you know, unless – if we can – we get you get it by 21 points, you got a great secondary, so they can't – the quarterback has to hold it. We're going to be able to eat on these guys. So, you know, right. it's going to be – it's going to be feast in time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, go, I'm curious to go back to last year. So what was it – when the rumors kind of started and the trade talks, you're hearing a little bit of that. What was it that made you kind of feel like, oh, if, if I'm going to get traded, I would love to go to the Ravens? You know, I saw it was the secondary that they had, mm-hmm. you know, and there was no knock on our secondary. But when you got a, uh, a secondary like the, like the Ravens had last year, you know, I was like, man, I'd love to be a part of that. And, and I was also looking to get on a team that was – I kind of had a feeling that the, the Broncos were, you know, ready to move on from me. So I kind of wanted to go to a team that was going to give me an opportunity to get an extension, you know, and it, but it was just like, uh, you know, do I really, I just had a baby. Didn't want to move all the way out there, you know, up and uproot my family in the middle of the football season. You know, it would have been really tough. So, so you're used to this then. I guess. <laughs> Holding yep. a baby here like this during work. Yeah. <laughs> well, not during work for you. That would be seemingly a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you mentioned the fact that you thought they were going to draft you coming out of college. I'm curious why you thought that was the case. And there's been a few times where talks have come up. I think last year was really where it kind of started to heat up the trade rumors and all that. But I agree with what you've kind of said, which is it feels like you in so many different ways are kind of meant to play in this defense and that it seems like, okay, this is a guy when the move was announced over the weekend, it was like, okay, I get it. This is a classic Ravens move. This is a, a, a perfect fit. Why was it that you felt like you might be drafted by them? And do you see it that same way that this is kind of a perfect marriage of, of what you do well and what the Ravens do well? Well, you know, I did think that they were going to draft me because they were showing a lot of interest. You know what I mean? And being a young, naive kid, you don't realize it's all part of the game. You know, they, <laughs> they show interest to get another team to be like, oh, well, maybe we'll show interest. And then it's all a game. It's all these GMs are just playing a, a chess match. That's it. <laughs> it's pretty cool to, to be a part of and to watch now, now that I've been in the league for so, you know, for eight years, it's, I've seen it happen so many times. It's, you know, it's like the Broncos never even had a conversation with me. And then wow. the next time I'm getting drafted by him. So that just shows you how, you know, how strategic they are. They really are. All these teams are, um, you know, as far as, as far as how this, how I'm going to fit into this defense, you know, I think I fit into a lot of different defensive schemes. I've played a lot of different defensive schemes, you know, mainly a three, four, Sometimes it's a attacking three four. Sometimes it's a reading three four. Uh, you know, we go into our dime packages. I'm always in on the dime packages. I played three technique. I played down at the nose. So just watching the way that the Ravens play defense, they move their guys all over the place and attack them in different ways. 
and keep the offense guessing. And that's exactly what I want to be a part of because that's my favorite kind of defense to play because it opens up one-on-ones. Uh, you're not just eating up blocks for guys. You know, they want everybody out there to go make a play. You know, you're not just out there trying to get play, make plays for one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read, I read that Vic's defense really kind of opened you up a little bit more to, to kind of make plays yourself. And is yeah. that, is that, that's kind of what you see from Wink is that he kind of spreads the love around? Yeah, he spreads it around. You know what I mean? It's not just about the linebackers making all – because, you know, a lot of these outside linebackers are the show guys. So, you know, <laughs> taking all the plays. So, you know, and I have no problem. I made – I helped Von Miller. You know, Von Miller's a great athlete anyways. You know, he's an unbelievable football player. But, you know, me and him worked really well together for a long time. And, uh, you know, it opened up a lot of things for him as well as he did for me as well. You know, like there's a lot of times where he gets that good rush and he brought, the quarterback just walks right into you. So, right. you know, it's, it's, uh, it goes hand in hand. So I'm looking, I'm really looking for, you know, we got Calais Campbell, you know, big Brandon in the middle. So, you know, I think we're going to be able to, you know, my goal is always every year that every defensive, defensive line I ever played on, my goal was to be the number one run defense. Because if you're the number one run defense, that means that uh, the pass is going to open up. You know what I mean? If they, can't, if they know they can't run the ball, they're going to have to throw it. And that's when, right. you know, I start foaming at the mouth because then we can really get after them. <laughs> I, I think, like, to what Garrett was talking about, about how you just seem <laughs> like, a, like a raven, like you were destined to become a raven. Part of that is just an attitude out there, right? And, like, from everything I read, you just play with this ferocious physical attitude. Like, I think I read a quote that you, you said you wanted to punch every offensive lineman out. Like, if you could, you would. But, you know, that would draw a penalty. Well, yeah, because they're cheaters. They're all cheaters. <laughs> they're all cheaters. They all like to hold, and they, they use two of them to block one of you. You know what I mean? It's cheating. <laughs> it's cheating. They do a lot of cheating. And then they like to do the extra stuff, you know, after the plays. You know, the play's almost over. The running back falls on the ground. You don't jump on the pile. They come and try to clean you up. You know, that's the kind of stuff that offensive linemen do. But, you know, like I've had my, my fair share of fist fights, you know, in practice and in games. and stuff like that but you know I as my as I've matured in my in my uh I, I call myself old I'm I just turned 30 and people are like oh he's so he's old I'm like I don't feel old so, you know, <laughs> a lot of football left but you know as I've matured over the years become a father and stuff uh, you know I try to stay away from doing you know making stupid mistakes like that like getting in a fight you know I've only had one personal foul in my whole career all right against, that's pretty good and it was against Kansas City and you know the, in the AFC, that's the team we got to beat right now. It used to be, you know, the Patriots. Now, now it's Kansas City, and uh, you know, I always think I play well against them. So I'm really, I'm really, really excited to be a Raven. Was the idea of playing for a team that was right there on the cusp of being in that? You know, they're they're knocking on the door of trying to get to a Super Bowl. Was that part of the attraction that you feel like okay, this is a team that could win a Super Bowl next year? Well, yeah, because I recognize I recognize it from you know my first four years in Denver with Peyton. I recognize the process that it takes, the process that you go through to finally win a Super Bowl. You know, we, uh, in 2012, the Ravens, we were the, we were supposed to win. And the Ravens came and beat us. <laughs> in my eye, and it was, I mean, it was the coldest game of my life. <laughs> like negative 14. Playoffs. <laughs> we just can't, we just can't remember early, just a couple weeks before that, we were in Baltimore and won. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, oh, big yep, time. Yep. Big Remember time. that. We won big. It, you, know, we, you know, we won big. Yeah. So I was like, I was like man, we're going to come out here and we're going to go to a Super Bowl. And then it was just like, I don't know, next thing you know, we're winning. And then it's like a 98% chance of us winning the game. And Joe Flacco drops back and throws a 70-yard bomb <laughs> right, over, right over our safety's head. And just, 
It was just like unbelievable. Like I can't believe that just happened. Like, we, just, we call that the mile over. high miracle. Yeah, and then we That's got over. Not, yeah. So, so the funny part was, is the I was going against Yonder the whole game. You know, I was just a rookie. He's out there spraying himself down with water, like, like an he's like an icicle out there. His beard, he's got icicles hanging from his beard. Oh, my hands were just frozen. Like we, I was just running into him, and we were just like, you know, slopping around out there. And I was like, man, this guy's out of his mind. Like, <laughs> crazy. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the same thing. So of course, you know, I go ahead and spray myself with water. So we're just two icicles out there running into each other. And <laughs> we go to overtime. I was like, damn, we got to do this again. Like, <laughs> we go out there, and I was like, you know, it was like we end up losing. But I was like, you know what? Like, that was just like one of the most incredible games I've I've, I've ever been a part of. And then the next season, we go to a Super Bowl and just get mollywopped by Seattle. You know, they just kill us. And then, because every year we were, you know, right there in the first seed. Right. Then we, then we go the next year, we go, you know, 12 and 12 and four. Or like we, I think we go 12 and four the next year and we lose to um, Andrew Luck and the Colts in the playoffs. And it's like, man, it's really hard to win Super Bowls. I'm really seeing how hard it really is to win. And then finally, you know, we get, uh, you know, we had a whole coaching staff change, brought a whole new defense in with Wade Phillips, um, Gary Kubiak, a head coach. And, uh, you know, Peyton was like on his last leg. You know, it was like do or die. And we had just a, a stud defense. You know, in my opinion, I think we're right there with one of the best defense, you know, top three best defenses of all time. We're a little biased. I know. I know. Every time I say that, it's like, oh, the 2000 Ravens and the 85 Bears. I'm like, yeah, but look at the offenses they had. <laughs> look at the offenses they had. You know, we had a, you know, and I love Peyton. Peyton's, uh, you know, we still stay in touch. And, you know, so, but Peyton was old. You know, and like he he did a really good job of managing the offense and just making sure they didn't give the ball away. Because um, if you know that season was like a roller coaster ride, going to Super Bowl Fifty. Because you know we were in Kansas City and we we're playing Kansas City. Peyton threw five picks and they boot our the fans booed him off the field. Wow, I couldn't believe it. I was like Peyton Manning is getting booed off the field. Like there is right. no love. This love does not last. <laughs> like, and you know Brock Osweiler came in, but that, Peyton was hurt. He was injured. So you know it's like. You know, Brock Osweiler comes in and, you know, we win four games, go to the playoffs and just dominate all through the playoffs. And, you know, that to win a Super Bowl after, you know, in your fourth year going into a contract, you know, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to give a team-friendly deal, stay in Denver. Uh, thinking that, you know, there's no way we're not going to have a good quarterback here. Like, it's going to work. Everything's going to work out. You know? <laughs> I was just like, I, I was just young and naive thinking, you know what, this is a dream team. We're going to keep everyone together. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, there's cap, there's cap rules. So, you know, guys got to go get their money. And we just kind of like that, watching that defense just, uh, just kind of disintegrate and, and everybody start to leave and new pieces coming in. And, uh, you know, over the last four years, it's been tough because we haven't been able to win many games, but we've always played good defense. And, uh, you know, I like to think that, you know, we were always pretty good against the run. A couple of years there, we were the number one, number one team versus the run. And, you know, I think that I know I'm just saying watching the playoff game against the Titans, you got to stop that, that outside run with Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? And that, that's what, that's what I feel like. That's why they brought me and Clayson and so we could shut that down. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think you're right here for it. <laughs> I, I think we're both really good at doing that. And, you know, I've always admired Clayson's game. Sorry if I'm going off subject. I'm just kind of, kind of. No, you're right. fine. 
because uh, I'm really excited. Like I can't ex express how excited I am to be a Raven. That's my that was my number one choice. That's where I wanted to be. When I saw that they took Brocker, we're gonna go with Brockers. I was like, ah, no, dang. <laughs> like, where's the next choice? Then I then I was like, all right, Tampa. Let's go down there with Tom Brady. But then I started looking <laughs> at the and I was like, wait, they gotta play Drew Brees twice a year. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know so, it would to me to me being being up north. That's I'm from that area. Uh, you know, actually, I'm only, this is only going to be like four hours from my hometown. Oh, so nice. I'll be able to have, you know, some of my buddies that, you know, that I still stay in touch with. They're going to be able to come to some games and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I really do think that uh, we have a chance to win a Super Bowl, that we're on that right path. Everything that I've seen that, you know, sometimes you go into the playoffs and you, and you are thinking too far ahead. And uh, that's one thing that I, I noticed is that we have to stay in the moment. Every game, every day, day by day, snap by snap. You know, you've got to just take it one day at a time and stay in that moment. And then what ends up happening is you get – you end up winning the Super Bowl and you're just like – you're just like, wait a minute. I'm like, you're still in that mode. It takes a while to get out of the mode because you have to lock in. It has to be all ball. You can't have any other distractions in your life. It has to be all ball. And as a team, we have to care about each other and love each other. And uh, the organization as a whole has to come together. And that's how you win Super Bowls. So I, I need to jump in on two points about what you were just talking about. Number one, Marshall Yanda, when he recently retired, brought up that same exact story about spraying himself down in Denver and turning himself into an ice block and said the defensive linemen on Denver were complaining about it to the refs. So yeah. You, <laughs> yes. You I, was, I was like, I was like, how, I was like, I was like, is he allowed to do that? Like, <laughs> What's the difference between putting that and then putting like oil all over you so that it's slick? Like, and the rest is like, I don't know what to tell you, man. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing the same thing then. So I just started spraying myself with water. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. And number two point, you said in the comparison to the 2000 Ravens defense, you said, look at the offenses they had. We had Trent Dilfer, man. <laughs> yeah, you had right. Peyton Manning on his last legs. You're I'll right. take that any day. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Sure. They still had a good offense. They still knew how to control the ball, and uh, they, didn't, they didn't turn it over very much. So, and we got a ton of turnovers on defense. So, right, You're yeah. You do know your football history. I, I'm impressed. So, so, so I'm curious if if the Ravens were your top choice, was it a bit of a roller coaster for you? Like when you think that they signed Brockers and they're going with him, were you like, take me through that 48 hour, whatever it was, 72 hour span, where it's like it looks like they're going with Brockers, and you're probably a little disappointed, and you're unsure of what that's gonna where that's gonna leave you. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was really start. I was, you know, I, I was discouraged through this free agency because I thought I played one of my best seasons yet, and I unfortunately my own on a dead play, an off a, on a dead play, my own player ran into me. I'm trying. It was a fourth and inches, so I'm like trying to tackle the running back, mm. and I'm on the ground getting up, and my own player, one of our nose guard, 330 pound nose guard, comes flying across the comes flying across and just like I felt like somebody hit me with a baseball bat in the back of my tricep mm. and I looked down and my arm just looks really weird so I started grabbing it trying to put it back in I dislocated my elbow Ugh. and Ugh. I was like you know I'm you know I'm at I was at seven sacks in 12 games on pace to be you know, you know double digit sacks and I was just like I was heartbroken you know like I it was a little some dark times actually <laughs> you know because I was like man you know this is like my you know, I was hoping to get it like a bigger deal here, hoping to get somewhere that wanted to keep me around for a couple of years. Um, but if there was any team that I wanted to be with, it was the Ravens. So to me, it wasn't about the money. You know, it was about the team. Mm -hmm. So like as soon as, you know, they gave me, they gave me their best offer and I said, yeah, let's do it. 
I'll, I'll come in there on a one-year deal and I'll show you guys that I'm worth extending for a couple more years. Then I got a lot, a lot of football left in me. Nice. That's awesome. So, so you mentioned the 12 sacks you had last year or the seven sacks you had in 12 games last year. What was it that allowed you to get to the quarterback so much? I mean, it was your best season as a pass rusher. And is that the way that you were used? And, and do you think that could be a trend that continues into this year? Well, you know, a lot of my sacks were coming on first and second down because, you know, Vic wasn't putting me in on third down because I think it was because in the first we played against, we lost a game against the, uh, the bears that were supposed to win. And it was actually, we had, I had, me and Vaughn both had the one-on-one. So I called a game. There was some kind of miscommunication. Vaughn ended up running into me and Mitch Trubisky stopped, stepped up and threw for a first down on fourth down to a wide open uh, receiver and mm. ended up kicking a field goal and beating us. So it was like, mm-hmm. I think that scared him. So he ended up just going with a three-man rush on third down, which is worthless. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to get much, you're not going to get much rush on that. And, uh, he just wasn't putting me in on third down. So I was like, you know, I got to get, the, I got to make these sacks on, on these play action plays and on these uh, uh, first and second down pass plays. And then, then finally he started, once I started getting on a roll, because that's how it is with sacks, man. Once you, once you get one or two, they start coming in bunches. And uh, <laughs> he finally was like, all right, you know, we had to like, I was like on the side, I'm like, come on, coach, let me, please, I'm killing this guy. Let me go in. <laughs> Let me go in. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. And then finally he started letting us go in on third down. And that's when I started having those uh, two, two sack games, two and a half sack games, stuff like that. And, you know, starting to put the pressure on the quarterback on the third downs. But for the first, you know, first half of the season, he was most actually first 10 games, really, he was not, he was not having it on third downs with us. So, um, you know, I just think that, I think that those, I was getting one-on-ones you know, on those play action plays and I was beating those guys because I was, you know, I was reading the, I was, I was predicting what they were going to do. So mm-hmm. it was easy to beat. Um, but the thing is, is tackling the quarterback is not as easy as it used to be because you can't land on him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. getting him to the ground and these athletic quarterbacks that are running around all the time, it's like, it's difficult to get them to the ground without landing on them. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, you know, I, the, I can. The year Go before, ahead, yeah. so in 2018, 2018 season, I actually had a ton of pressure. I just missed – I missed eight sacks. Like, had him in my arms, missed him. <laughs> I just let him go because I was, like, trying to just, like, drag him to the ground. So, like, the off, leading into this last season, I just practiced tackling. And, like, I was a wrestler, so, like, I just really just practiced my wrestling technique on how I take, take people down in wrestling, and that's how I started taking the quarterback down. Because you can't land on top of people in wrestling either. You have to, like, control take them. Right. And so I started, I started practicing that stuff again. And uh, it really helped my technique. Nice. Well, I can promise you that Wink Martindale does not call up many three-man pressures. He's bringing oh. the heat. <laughs> He's bringing the heat, brother. And I love that's, it. That's right. That's right. So it, is your goal – I mean, I, I feel like the potential has been there for so long for you to be a double-digit sack guy. Is, is that what you go into this year thinking? Absolutely. I go into every season with 10 being the goal. So I've never reached that goal. So obviously I'm going to try my hardest to reach that goal. And I'm that's the other thing. I'm a I'm a do do your job kind of guy. So whatever my job is, I'm gonna do that job to the best of my ability. So I, you're never gonna see me just go out of character and just do something for myself to go try to make a play for myself. Because if you go take yourself out of position and you don't make the play, it's probably gonna be a touchdown. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a big gain, a big run, something like that. So I'm very big on everybody just doing their job. Mm-hmm. So. I just want to, you know, we want to introduce fans to you a little bit off the field. Uh, we're talking about a lot 
of football stuff, but off the field, what are you most looking forward to about coming to Baltimore, coming to the AFC North, and being part of this team? Crab cakes and football, brother. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we do. Looking forward to the crab cakes. You, you, I teed you up perfectly. I mean, you had that answer ready to go. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Wedding crasher fan, I can tell. <laughs> Well, you're an Ohio guy, like Garrett. Garrett, where? How far are you from? It's Lipson, we were just right? we were just talking about that right before you, before you joined. Uh, Derek played college ball with a guy that I went to high school with, John Hughes, yeah. defensive lineman. Small okay. world. Okay. Yeah. Super small world. And, and I mean, you kind of, from what I've read, you know, it was a tough upbringing for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. with your family and and moving in with with friends and and things like that. Just. Uh, you know, can you talk a little bit about that, about the, the struggles that made you who you are today? Yeah. So, uh, you know, my mom struggles with uh, alcoholism and, and drug addiction. And, um, you know, she was just a very absent mother. Uh, my stepfather was abusive. I don't know who my real father is. Neither does she. So it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, I just kind of, I, I got dealt a certain kind of hand and I really wouldn't change it for anything because it, it, it prepared me for, for life, you know, things just, I just let things bounce off of me now. Cause it's not a big deal. Cause I've been through so much worse. Uh, you know, I've been homeless before. I've, you know, I've, I slept behind a Walmart for a few nights. I slept, you know, I, I had to just find random couches to sleep on my whole life. I used to have to wear my football cleats to school because I didn't have school shoes. I didn't have wow. school clothes. I, that's, that was just the kind of, kind of life that I lived and it was just kind of normal. So every day is a blessing, you know, it just, uh, you know, I have so much of a beautiful home, beautiful family now, and, uh, you know, never look back. I just kept moving forward and, uh, you know, I just wanted better for myself and for my children. So I tried to make sure that I could provide that. Wow. Was football always kind of the safe haven for you? Yeah, it was, it was my outlet. It still is my outlet. Um, you know, cause obviously when you, when you grow up, when you're abused as a child, you know, anytime somebody, I went to seven different elementary schools and it wasn't because I was getting kicked out. It was because we were just moving houses all the time. Um, you know, I went to two different middle schools and then finally ended up at some country high school right outside of Youngstown. And uh, that's, I've been, I've been playing football since I was seven. And if it wasn't for football, who knows what kind of things I would have got into. You know, I probably, you know, to be honest, I'd probably be in jail right now. Hmm. That's probably where I'd be. Wow. Wow. Well, and then the, the struggles didn't stop there. I mean, you get to the pros and the injuries and, you know, temporary paralysis in a preseason game. I mean, you've just been through – I feel like you've just been through the ringer, man. Man, that's just – you know, <laughs> that was a terrible injury, man. That was awful. Uh, I bruised my spinal cord, and I was paralyzed from the from, – I couldn't move my mouth or anything. For, and then finally, like – I got everything back within like four or five hours. Um, my arms were numb for like another week, but then I, I only missed, I missed two weeks of practice. Then I played in the first game and I played for 12 weeks. I had six sacks in 12 weeks. And, and then I was on a bus on the way to the airport to go to Kansas city to play. And I had a seizure wow. because I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting fresh blood to my brain. So I was, uh, that was, a, I was in a dark place there too. That was a really scary time. Um, yeah. but, you know, if it wasn't, you know, football just kept me going and that's, it, it just keeps me going, man. It just, every, you know, there's always, there's always tomorrow, you know. What is it that you love about football? I mean, it seems like you keep coming kind of back to that makes crazy things, or even if there's an injury that happens in the game, but what is it that you love about the game itself? 
I love I love the physicality of it. <laughs> yeah, I just I love it. Like I love to. There's nothing better than when you go out there and you just manhandle somebody, you know, and just take a grown man and manhandle him, and then you know, then another guy's with the ball, you take him and manhandle him too. It's just like, you know, it's just like that. It's a, the ultimate high. Well, I think you're gonna fit in just fine in this defense. <laughs> excited, man. I really am. Well, we're excited to have you. I think uh, it's going to be a great fit for a lot of different reasons. And we're certainly fired up about having you come to Baltimore and being a Raven. And uh, congratulations on the new deal. Cool. Thank you, guys. Well, awesome stuff from Derek Wolf. I- I'm excited about this guy, man. I-, I-, I come out of that interview feeling like, you know what? I could have gone for a two-year, three-year deal on this contract, you know? Well, like he said, maybe he gets the one year, the one year prove it. He's not thinking this is a one-year rental, though. He expects to be in Baltimore for several years to come. And, yeah. and it's just like as I'm listening to him and he's talking about what he expects, I'm just shocked that none of us, as we're going through the last week, thought this guy would be the answer. Like that yeah. he would be – it just makes so much sense. It's been rumored before, like when the trade talk started last year, it's like could the Ravens be in the mix? Like it's been rumored before. And so I'm surprised that it wasn't like – staring at us straight in the face yeah well i mean even in like the month before free agency opened when people were talking about potential raven signings people looked at Derek wolf but then when the brockers deal fell through i honestly didn't realize that somebody hadn't snapped him up already yeah so then when it was like oh we got Derek wolf he right was, say what yeah you know? yeah so really really great pickup uh i'm excited to see what he's gonna do i think if he can play 16 this year he's gonna get that double digit sacks i'm yeah. gonna call it right now I'm going to call it right now. And his presence helps Matthew Judon so much. I mean, I was thinking about this today. Think about, I mean, no, not, I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody, but last year I think the Ravens had four sacks from their defensive linemen. Mm -hmm. So when when you're an offensive coordinator and and you're game planning the Ravens, you say, we don't, we can single block those guys up there. Right. Yeah. Like you have Michael Pierce and Brandon Williams on the field and you're in a passing situation you know, you, all you have to be looking for is the blitzes. Let's pick up the blitz. And that's not easy. Right. I mean, Wink made it hard. But now you have to worry about all the blitzes. And right. you have to get worried about getting beat one-on-one. I mean, I think it's like Derek Steph said, Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> well, well, just thinking about the fact that you got Wolf who can get double-digit sacks has that potential. Clayus Campbell has put up double-digit sacks. Yeah. Judon can put up double-digit sacks. I expect to see Jalen Ferguson take an increase. You know, I think he had three or whatever. So say he gets to six. Um, right. You're, you're going to have a Bowser had five. Right. Right. Let's Bowser's going to get some. Seven. Then you kind of spread some around between inside linebackers and, and stuff. We're looking at 80 sacks here. We're looking yeah. at 80 sacks. Yeah. I think it's a new record. You know, 200 <laughs> sacks. Oh, by the way, I also, I love how honest he is. Like he doesn't really BS around. He gives you yeah. straight answers. Like even when he was talking about Peyton Manning, He's like in his last year in Denver, he's like, Peyton's a great quarterback Hall of Famer, but I mean, at the end of the line there, he, he didn't have much left. He, he, like, he was managing the offense. <laughs> I was like, that's the Hall of Famer you're talking about, man. I always had to stick up for Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like just calling it straight, and I like that. I think he's going to be a great quote. He's a quote yep, machine. He's going to deliver the content. He's going to deliver the content, baby. He is. So uh, we're fired up to have him. Really appreciate Derek uh, for giving us the time, and I can't wait to meet him in person and see what he can do for this defense. Yep, yep. Well, thank you for listening to everybody out there as well. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. And we have another guest coming tomorrow. We're going to bring on tight end Mark Andrews, so make sure you tune in for that. Mm-hmm.